Hey girl, welcome to the Empower Her podcast, where we are all about taking purpose-driven action toward building lives we really freaking love. My name's Keisha, and I'm an entrepreneur obsessed with giving you actual tools to help take you from where you are now to where you want to go in your life, career, and relationships. And this podcast, it's all about real talk and having some fun as we share incredible stories, tips, and tricks to help us get out of our own way and unapologetically make some moves. So girlfriend, let's do the damn thing. Girl, I am so excited that you're here for today's episode. It's going to be a really raw conversation. And I feel like we need this on the podcast right now because so many of you are telling me, maybe even you specifically, that you're navigating a tough season. Maybe you are trying to figure out what you want to do with your career or a current relationship is going through a tough time, or maybe you are having some family stuff that you're navigating or you're struggling with infertility or something with your health, or you're just like, I'm starting a business, but it feels really freaking hard, or I want to move, or I just feel uncomfortable. And I just like, ugh, get me out of this season. Well, The point of this episode is I want to really pull back the curtain. You know, I always think of us like we're girlfriends chatting over coffee or wine or spicy margarita, but today just feels really raw. I have no notes or bullet points or anything in front of me. I'm sitting on the floor in our office in Denver and I'm surrounded by boxes. We just moved in yesterday. Uh, If you're listening to this episode in real time, I'm recording it on Saturday and it's released on Monday. I like to do episodes in real time because I I think of us like we're friends and I want to take you along on the ride. Like this is a come with me, let's figure this out together type of podcast, not a look at me, I've got this all figured out type of show. So what I want to talk to you about is the need for contrasting experiences in life, contrasting emotions and contrasting seasons. Because I'm coming at you right now in a season of extreme high. <laughs> like Sina and I, my now husband, we just got married two weeks ago after 13 years together. We just moved to a city that while we've said this a lot of times, we've said that this was our, our like long-term city, Denver feels like our long-term city. We've now lived in every single time zone. We're in mountain time now. We lived in Seattle and New York City and San Diego, and we just moved from Austin. But there's something about Denver that we actually thought a lot more critically about it than some of our other moves. I just really wanted to live in New York, and he got into NYU Dental. And we're like, oh, we should live in California. Like, we can live anywhere. So we moved to California. And then we thought we wanted, like, you know, a different change of scenery for Cena and his career to move to, uh, to Austin. But then also we were like, oh, we like the Midwest feeling and like Austin's a cool city, but we didn't really think like super long-term about it. We are four season people. We love mountains and our family, majority of our family lives in Seattle and we want to have kids. So we want to be physically close to Seattle, but we don't want to live in Seattle uh, because we really like sunshine and Denver's a really sunny place. Anyway, and, and we're also getting into real estate investment. So we really do feel like ties to Denver. Like this is going to be a place that we like have long-term roots here. It just feels really aligned. I don't know if you've ever made a decision like that where you're kind of like, let's just go for it. I don't regret any of those decisions because now that we've lived in so many cities, we know exactly the parts that we liked and the parts that we didn't like. So this feels like a very informed, like calculated decision. Even though I will tell you, we had not even seen our place that we moved into. (laughs) We saw it over FaceTime with like someone that works in the building and we are pumped about it. It's like awesome, which only reiterates like trust your gut, you know, because like it's going to work out. But anyways, I'm coming at you during a really high season. 
of life. And I wanted to kind of contrast back on a tough season because I think it's important to remember if you're in it right now, that even though it doesn't feel like it, it's still serving you. And even though you might want to wish it away, you're still going to have part of you. I just truly believe a future version of you is going to look back on the season that you're in right now, even if it feels like it sucks and it's hard and actually feel grateful for it because it taught you something and it helped you build character. And it gave you that contrast because as we're sitting here, like I don't think Sina, we've been together for 13 years and I don't think we've ever felt so connected in our relationship and just felt even more like we've, we've had a really strong relationship that we've worked so freaking hard on for 13 years. And we've navigated a lot together, a lot of cross country moves, a lot of changes, a lot of, a lot of business ideas, especially for me, uh, a lot of like tough things and really awesome things. But right now we're just like, we are crushing it. We're like on the same team right now. Like this marriage thing, we're like, let's freaking go. And, you know, we were on a walk this morning and we're really recognizing that like part of the reason why it feels so fulfilling is because it's been so challenging. So I want to take you back to a season and kind of set the stage here because I'm actually going to share with you a little voice text that I sent to a girlfriend of mine, Tracy, when I just felt really confused and really overwhelmed. And it wasn't that long ago. It was only a few months ago that I felt this way. And I just want to share it with you because I want to be really raw with you. And I just want you to know that you're not alone if you're navigating something hard. And if it feels like you're pushing a mantra truck tire up a hill, I've been there. And I'm going to be there again. I know that, right? Because the good seasons don't last forever. And instead of that feeling scary or anxiety-inducing, I think it just reminds me to savor it, right? Um, And maybe it'll remind you of that too. If you're in a really good season or if you're in a tough season, remember, it it doesn't last forever. You're going to come out of this and you're going to be stronger. And even when it doesn't feel like it, you're going to make it through. Look, look at your past, right? You've had seasons where you're like, I never thought I could figure this out. I never thought that I would get through this. Yet here you are on the other side. And I'm right here with you, sitting on the floor in our office in Denver. So let me take you back. A year ago, I was in a season of my business where I was very uncertain of what I wanted to do. I knew what programs and products and things that I could launch and crush, but I wasn't quite sure of the direction that I wanted to go. And I was part of a business mastermind. I'm still part of that mastermind. Actually, Sina joined it this year too. And I put myself in a room with a bunch of entrepreneurs. And a lot of them were further along than me in their careers. And I had just kind of sneaked in. There was an income requirement in order to be in this room and be part of this mastermind that I I, I hit it, but I just squeaked on in. You know, like if you're like playing up in soccer, like you're playing with the older girls or or whatever, like that's kind of how I felt going into that room. I didn't have a ton of imposter syndrome. It was more like, let me in. I hope that I can provide value here. I hope that, you know, I can hang with all these people that are a little bit further along than me. And what happened is I loved it. And I had so many different ideas of things that I wanted to do. And I was voice texting Cena on the breaks at this business mastermind at this meetup in Scottsdale. And I was telling him about all these business things. And I came home and he was like, Kesh, I'm so much more excited about all of the things that you're doing in the entrepreneurial space. I feel like I could really help you. I want to figure out what else I want to do. I feel like I'm wasting my potential as a dentist. I don't want to be a dentist anymore. And (laughs) keep in mind, becoming a dentist means you do undergrad. Like he had a biochemistry major. And then he went to four years at NYU dental school, which let me just tell you the tuition is 77 grand a year. (laughs) And then we moved to San Diego for him to start his career. And then we moved to Austin for him to try out dentistry in a different environment. And when he told me that he wanted to leave, 
You know what my first reaction was? Hell yeah. <laughs> Get out. You know, like live a life that you're obsessed with. Like if you don't like your career, quit your career. And I was super freaking pumped about this season that we were moving into where I was like, I've got all these ideas in my business. Like this is one year ago. Okay. I'm like, this is around April um, of 2021. Like, I have all these ideas in my business. You're moving into the entrepreneurial space with me. He uh, was interested in real estate investment too. And I was like, this is something that could be so cool. Like we could grow, you know, the, the income that's coming in from my business. We can use that to help people in a massive way. And we can also use it to grow this like generational, like legacy changing type of wealth for our family in the future. And like, we can just like teach people, like, you know, we were so pumped. And a couple of weeks after he leaves dentistry, we get a call that his dad's cancer is back. And it's terminal. (laughs) That was, I mean, we were literally on a walk on a Wednesday night at 9 p.m. talking about how excited we were about the future and how we knew this was going to be such a good season. We got home and seen his uncle called him and said, like, you need to be on the next flight to Seattle. Like, this is bad. You know, if you've listened to this podcast for a while, you know that we navigated all of that. We ended up actually, my best friend Jackie and I drove a U-Haul up to Seattle. We were up in Seattle for 12 weeks until his dad passed. Cena was by his side every single day in hospice. He was a medical decision maker. He doesn't have any other siblings. Uh, his parents have been divorced for like 30 years. So like he was like the main person. And the interesting part about it is his dad and him had kind of a distant relationship. They weren't super close. I wasn't super close with his dad either. I'm close with the the rest of his family. But um, so we actually learned a lot about his dad at the end of his life, which is super cool in a weird way to get that amount of time. Like maybe if you've ever been through something like that, you can understand. But it was also really overwhelming because you're like learning about someone and starting to have this connection with him. But you know that like he's got days or weeks left. So that was very overwhelming for Cena. That was overwhelming for me. And then that was overwhelming for me as Cena's best friend and future wife, trying to figure out how to support him. I like, I just, I'm not really good at navigating like the lows naturally. Um, so that was just a super challenging season. If you know anything about Enneagram, I'm a seven and sevens like to reframe to the positive and do not like to sit in that low, low. It's really difficult. And I had, I, I really had to learn a lot about myself in that season too. And, and obviously we were there to support Cena's dad, which was the number one priority. And after his dad passed, we were both just exhausted from that season uh, because that's a long time to be, you know, out of our routine. And also just like, we we're surviving, like we we're just going through the motions. And maybe you're in a season like that right now where, you know, you can feel like you're constantly failing if you're in a season where you are in survival mode right now, because it's so freaking hard. And you're trying to set all these goals. Like we were not setting goals. We were not thinking about our big vision. We were doing what we needed to do to survive through that season. And I was showing up for my business. I had, just launched a program that was helping podcasters grow and scale. So I was doing tons of one-on-one calls with people that were paying me a substantial amount of money to help them. And I knew that I could, but it was so tough for me. And once that season ended and we, you know, we learned a lot about his dad and we had a lot of gratitude for getting to spend that time with him, but we were also just kind of done with it. We just needed to have a happier season. And, um, so we road tripped back from Seattle down to Austin and we tried to make it as enjoyable as we could. And then we did what I think a a lot of people do when they've gone through a tough grieving season is we didn't give ourselves enough time to really grieve. We wanted to just get back to take an action. So we were signed up for 29029, which if you aren't familiar, maybe you've heard me talk about it on the podcast, but it's a, 
it's an endurance challenge that we had been signed up for that we had not trained for. Keep in mind, this is something where they created a safer way for you to climb Mount Everest. That's essentially the equivalent distance and elevation gain of climbing Mount Everest, but not with the risk of like dying, right? So basically um, there's a bunch of different locations that they do this event where you climb up a mountain, you have 36 hours to do it. You have to climb the, you know, elevation distance, 29,029 feet. So Sina and I climbed this mountain. We climbed for 31 hours straight and we didn't sleep. It was such a cool experience. Like we actually did an entire podcast episode about it. I'll drop it in the show notes if you're interested, if you haven't heard it yet. Anyways, we like jumped right back into doing that. We were so freaking proud of ourselves. And we're like, we accomplished this hard thing. And we both cried at the top of the mountain because we're like, we can do anything. Like, let's get back into crushing it. And then what happened in the fall of 2021 is Cena started struggling massively with anxiety. And this can happen if you don't grieve, you know, the, don't give yourself the time to grieve. And he had gone in go mode with his dad being the primary medical decision maker. And then he had tried to escape that feeling and just go back into, okay, like, like, now let's figure out what I'm doing in my career and with your business, let's crush 29029 and like all of this stuff, right? Meanwhile, we're also planning our wedding at this time. And we almost like went too far to the other side of the spectrum, both of us, where we just went into this goal mode. And I started to feel super anxious. And Cena started to experience like some crazy anxiety that he had never experienced before. And I didn't know how to help him. He is an Enneagram three achiever. He's my best friend. The person that I know, like the back of my hand, people say the back of your hand. I feel like I see the front of my hand more. I don't know, whatever. You know what I mean? Like I know him so well and I did not know how to support him. And maybe you're in a season like that right now where you're trying to support someone that you don't know how to handle supporting them in that season. Luckily, he got an amazing therapist and we figured out a lot of like tactical things to help him with this newfound anxiety, but it was so challenging. And I was struggling because I didn't know how to help him. That's like so overwhelming. Uh, I tried to read a lot of books and reach out to people and listen to podcasts about grief and anxiety. And I tried to really understand it so much so that I was ignoring my own anxiety that was coming up from all of this change. Girl, I have to interrupt today's podcast episode to just tell you about something that I think could totally be your jam if you're trying to focus and be more productive. Because you've heard me talk about Organifi, our sponsor of the podcast. I love their protein. It tastes so freaking good and has no crap in it. Like it doesn't have any of the fillers, which honestly, if you have a protein powder right now, flip it over. Be like, can I even pronounce what all of this stuff is? Does it have a ton of sugar in it? Because Organifi has only three grams of sugar and it is such clean ingredients. Everything's organic. And then, of course, you've heard me talk about their green juice because it's what changed the game for me with green juice. If you're anything like me, maybe you're like, I want to give myself more nutrients, but I don't want to lick grass. Like, I don't want to plug my nose and like chug green juice because it tastes so crappy. Organifi's green juice is the best tasting green juice. And I have tried so many. It's got moringa and chlorella, spirulina, ashwagandha, helps balance out your cortisol levels, like pumps you up with all the good stuff, but it tastes really freaking good. You can just sip on it and actually enjoy it. But here's a product that I want to make sure I keep you in the loop on. If you're struggling with productivity or focus, it is Organifi's pure drink. So it's a packet that you stir with water. It tastes like a yummy lemon drink, but it's got coffee fruit, apple cider vinegar, lion's mane, digestive enzymes, coconut water, aloe vera, a bunch of other stuff. The combo of all of these ingredients helps with your brain-derived nootropic factors, your BDNF levels, which I've been doing some research on. Basically, they help you focus. They help your brain wire new connections. 
And it's associated with learning and a memory. And also what's so crazy is it's caffeine free. So it's becoming this like productivity little boost, like a little pizzah, which obviously that's not scientific, but like, it's just like a little boost in my day when I drink it in the afternoon. So I just want to loop you in on that because Organifi has got a lot of awesome products, superfood blends, plant-based nutrition, all the stuff, but Pure has really been a new go-to. So if you're looking to try out any of their products, head to Organifi.com slash Keisha. You can use code Keisha, K-A-C-I-A to get 20% off any item in their store. Of course, the link is in the show notes. Or if you're like, I'm listening to you talk about all these things and I don't know which one to get, slide into my DMs or text me. I love talking about Organifi products and just jamming with you on things that we're both obsessed with. Now, that being said, let's dive back into today's pretty emotional, like just wait till the end. It's going to get really emotional topic. Let's go. When Cena told me that he wanted to leave dentistry, I was so freaking excited and so proud of him for doing something like that, like to leave a career path where everybody claps for you. He's an Enneagram three, right? Like he achieved the goal. He was making great money. It would have been so easy for him to stay, even though it didn't feel aligned. Like I was so proud of him for that decision. But also this was... Now we were both entrepreneurs, right? And if you're an entrepreneur or if you're building a side business, there is something that comes from the stability of having someone in a corporate job um, or, you know, a more structured career path like he was in. And then one of you being an entrepreneur, because I always felt like he was the stability and I could go do all this crazy stuff, right? And I always believed that I was actually, um, I felt really stable, to be honest with you, because I want to bet on myself more than I will bet on anybody else. I just know that like as an entrepreneur, I'm, I'm built for this, but it did provide this certain type of dynamic in our relationship. And now not only were we both entrepreneurs and I was, you know, the one that was really making the income at that point, because I was the one that had the business and we were still trying to figure out what his role was and all of that stuff. And just being fully transparent with you and what, what happened during that season with all of that anxiety is like, I felt all of this pressure and I was like, oh my gosh. Okay. Now I've got his anxiety too of all the pressure that was coming up from this. And we, we just hadn't navigated this sort of turbulence in our, in our relationship where we were both so unstable. So I reached out to my friend, Tracy, and I told her that I was just feeling really anxious. And I was like, you know, we're getting married in a couple of months at this point. Fast forward. This is around like even January of this year, like only a couple of months ago. And I told her, I was like, you know, I am, I, I'm feeling so anxious. I, I don't know how to support Cena. I'm feeling just like this last year has been so hard in our relationship, harder than any of the other 13 years. I'm supposed to be so excited. We're getting married. Like, I know that I want to marry him. I don't have any doubt in my mind. This is the only thing that I've been 100% certain about my entire, like, you know, like since I've known I wanted to marry him. I was like, I know I want to marry him, but I just feel so unstable. And I'm really doubting myself. And like, I, I don't know what to do. And it was just this word vomit voice message that I sent to her that was maybe three minutes long. And she sent back a voice message that was perfect. And I instantly felt proud of myself for number one, acknowledging my feelings and not writing them off. Because maybe you are in a tough season right now and you're trying to push away those feelings. You're not letting yourself experience those feelings because you're like, it's stupid. It's dumb. I need to get back to this. Or like, oh, I shouldn't be worried about this. Like, oh, why am I anxious about this? Let your feelings out. Don't try and shove them in, right? Like expressing yourself. And then number two, like actually asking for help or reaching out to someone that gets you, that might be the only thing that you need to do right now. 
right? You might not even like, you're hearing this whole story and I'm just kind of being transparent with you about our life in the last year, but you might right now just need the reminder from me of girl, stop trying to tell yourself that your feelings are dumb. Let yourself experience whatever emotions you need to experience, like let it out and then find someone that can support you, right? Go seek out some professional help or reach out to someone that, that like gets it, right? Because when I reached out to her and she just normalized the feeling, she's like, remember, like you've never navigated this type of season with this much instability. Sina's always been your stable rock and now you're both in the entrepreneurial space and he's never navigated anxiety and you've never navigated supporting him with this and you haven't let yourself experience this anxiety. And like, this is all so normal. Like she just normalized it and reminded me that I'm capable. And actually I'll play for you what I said back after she said that. Oh, I just like started crying listening to that. (laughs) Like you explained it so well. That's exactly what it is. And I think it's just like, it's a very confusing feeling for me uh, to try and process, but like you articulated it so well. I'm so grateful for you. Just like being able to shed light on that. It's just crazy what like a four minute, voice message like it's just exactly what I needed to hear you know so thank you I love you <laughs> and if you could just hear even in just like my tears through the voice message the power of reaching out and asking for help the power of normalizing your feelings and not judging yourself for whatever feelings are coming up and the power of recognizing that there's beauty in that contrast. Like I literally like had tears in my eyes when I, when I listened to that voice message and the whole back and forth of it, because it's such a reminder of why this season feels so exciting. I like, I literally feel emotional about it right now because like, it's so tough when you're in those seasons of like navigating grief or loss, or change, or you don't know what you want to do with your career, or you feel like people don't understand you. Like, I felt all of those feelings so many times, especially as an entrepreneur. (laughs) I'm like, I don't get it. I have all these ideas, and I'm so passionate. Like, why can't I figure this out? Or, you know, sometimes this weird feeling comes up where you're like, if I figure this out, can I handle it? Right? Like, what if this actually does work out? Am I the person that can handle this dream that I have in my heart? And is this relationship going to get better? Like, is this going to feel normal again? Like there were so many seasons like of this last year that I was like, why is this so hard? Like, this is the year before we get married. Like, why is this so hard? Why is this so challenging? Why is he experiencing all this anxiety now? Like, why am I like feeling so unequipped to handle it? And now I'm sitting here and like, one of the greatest seasons of our life right now, being married and being in this new place. And my business feels so aligned. Like I get to help podcasters. I'm planning my first massive event with hundreds of women. Cena's helping on the back end, but we're also both getting together into real estate investment. We're going to a conference here in Denver this weekend. That's for rookie investors. And we're going to start a podcast together, which is coming at the end of May, just so you know. 
uh, and we're going to take people along on the ride of our journey into real estate investment. And we're growing so much together and it feels so freaking good. It feels so good right now. And I guess I just like wanted to record this with no real structure. I don't even know how long I've been talking. With no real structure, just to tell you, girl, if you're in a tough season, keep going. Like allow yourself to feel those feelings, but like reach out and get some support and know that there's going to be a future version of you that's going to look back on you right now, this exact season, just like how I look back at myself and like that season of those voice texts. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like, look how much stronger you are. Look how much stronger your relationship is. That was so hard. But look at the clarity that came through that tough time. Like you did it. Here you are. You're on the other side. The wins just feel so much better, so much more fulfilling when you've had those contrasting lows. So I know it doesn't feel like it when you're in it. And I know sometimes you're just like, what the hell am I doing? Am I ever going to figure this out? You're going to figure it out. You're going to be able to look back and you're going to say, if that didn't happen, that season that I wanted to wish away, if I didn't lack all of that clarity, if I didn't start asking myself tougher questions, if my relationship didn't feel so tough, I'd be robbing myself of the true, deep, genuine pride that I feel now because you are the one who knows how hard it was. I can't even explain to you on a podcast how hard it was for me to understand and learn more about anxiety. Like Sina was having like crippling anxiety. I, I, I had no idea how to support my best friend. I'd never seen this in him in 13 years. I had never seen someone pass. I had never had so much success in my business yet felt so confused again. Like I thought that wasn't going to come up again. That had been previous situations in my, in my career right? Like I, I just hadn't dealt with any of this before. And now that I look back, even just months later, after that voice text that I just played for you, I'm just like, girl, you, you can handle it. So friend to friend, I know this episode is a little bit scrambled and, and that was my intention is just to keep it real with you. Sometimes I think there's a, there's a need for tactical steps and awesome guests and really inspiring content. But sometimes it's just like, I just want to sit on the floor and talk to you. Tell you that I get it. I may not know what you're going through right now. Nobody can have your exact experience, but I know that you're capable. I know that you've been through hard things before. I know that the challenging seasons still serve you even when it doesn't feel like it. And I know that a future version of you is going to look back at you right now and be so damn proud that you kept pushing. You've got this. I'm rooting for you. I love you. And I'll talk to you soon, girl. Thank you so much for listening in. If you love this episode, it would mean so much to me if you shared it with a girlfriend. Like, send it to her right now. Or post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me get the message out. I am so freaking grateful to be on this journey with you, girl. So until next time, I'll talk to you soon.